um, Emerald Nerd here, and I'm going to be reading some of my stories to you guys. So, this one was kind of not a finished story. It didn't even, like, make it to, like, a page. So, it says, Chapter 1. Ichiro was being chased through the rain from school, or from school, by three other boys named Hiraaki, Naboto, and Shinichi. See, Ichiro asked Asuka on a date. Hiraaki looked at Asuka as his property. Ichiro was finally cornered in an alleyway. Ichiro Satoyama, the little brother to Kohei Satoyama, we need to talk. Let's make it quick. I don't want to be soaked. Asuka is my property, so stay away, Hiraaki said as he turned. But he, he turned back for just a second to say, Don't use any weapons, but your fist. Take care of the problem, Hiraaki said as he left. Nabuto and Shinichi ganged up on Ichiro, leaving him beaten and bloody, but still alive and breathing. So that one was the one I started, but I never finished. Um, I don't want to read this one because it's a really important one to me, and I don't want somebody selling my rights to it. So the next one. It was a warm summer day in sunny California. Four years has passed since the tragic accident that took the life of CEO Maverick Smith. The company was left to Maverick's wife, Susan Smith. Susan's daughter Jasmine occasionally helped, but Smith and Co. is still going under quickly. Then it came, a call that would change their life forever. CEO Masaki of the Hondo, or Hondo company offered to buy out their company and offered them a job at his company, so Susan accepted the job. And the two girls flew to Japan. I still can't believe we have to come here. I mean, I just started my first year of high school, Jasmine complained. And that's really about it for that one. For those two, I meant. The two that I read. Um, so I got so many stories that are, like, unfinished. I finally finished my zombie story that I was writing, though. And it's a or it's awesome. So But yeah. I'm not gonna read any of the ones that I don't want like the rights taken of. Which would be a lot of them because I mean they are my personal stories, so Um, what's this? I don't know what this one is. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still sick. Oh, that's what it is. When a series of begin or sorry, it when a series of events begin to unfold in a small town called Bainesville, six friends and their dog cat and talking parrot begin to investigate but unlike scooby-doo what they uncover is real monsters being created in a lab and being sent to wreak havoc on Bainesville. Um, man, I can read this one it's 
not really important important, you know. A Calm Before the Storm, a story by Brittany A. Finney. Chapter 1. It was a warm, sunny day in June. I was drinking a glass of tea on my front porch when my home phone started to ring. I answered the phone. Hello, I said. Hello, I'm June Lee Park of Parks Magazine. I've seen your resume and I was thinking about hiring you. Would you be interested? Mr. Park asked. Excitement overflowed inside of me. I felt bubbly and lighthearted. The job I applied for months ago was finally mine. I couldn't contain my excitement. Then dread kicked in when I realized I have no place to stay when I get there and I can't afford a plane ticket. I'm sorry, Mr. Park. I can't accept your offer. I wouldn't have a place to live and the plane ticket alone is out of my price range. I said sadly. Well, you can't accept, and you know why? For accepting the offer, I'm prepared to send you a plane ticket and your first paycheck, so you accept my offer now? Mr. Park asked me. Yes, I replied. Okay, I'll send the check and the plane ticket. Now, I look forward to having you in my company, Mr. Park said to me. Thank you. I look forward to being in your company, I replied. Have a good day, Miss Fallon, Mr. Park said. You too, Mr. Park, I replied before we both hung up. So that one's, like, it's not like a finished product, but it is one that I really care about, so. Um, what is this? What is this? Um... Oh, this is the one. The rain was pouring. Sedwick could not see the road with the rain pouring so hard. Sedwick pulled over at an old hotel. Victoria stepped out of the limo. Sedwick, why have we stopped? Ruby asked. I'm sorry, Miss McGowan. It's pouring too much to see. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry, Miss McGowan. It's pouring too much to see the road. We'll have to book rooms Sedwick replied okay Ruby replied Sedwick booked the rooms Ruby took off her wig and took out her blue contact lenses honestly bud if you don't like the contacts why do you wear them Elias asked so I can still live a normal life So li literally, like the only reason she like wears the contact lenses in in my story that I was just reading is because she wants to live a normal life, but she don't want to have to deal with you know uh, wearing or she don't want to have to deal with like all the fans messing with her and all that crap. But she still wants to live like some semblance of normal normalcy. Okay, so this one ain't really road enough to really, like, I can read some of it, but I don't really want to, because I like this story. Okay, so. Um, let me see here. What is this story? I'm sorry, guys, I got <clears throat> so many stories to go through. 
and there's a lot of them that I do not want to put on the internet. Oh, I love this one. I'm not going to put that one on internet, though. Um, okay, let me see this one. And this is probably that new one that I like that I definitely will not put on. The new one I just started writing not too long ago. Yes. Um, what's this one? Oh, well, I guess this one ain't nothing. I guess it don't have a story in it at all. So that one is a blank notebook for now. And I bet this one's a blank notebook for now, yes. Got two blank notebooks to put stories in. So right now, I could start a story while I'm on the stream with you guys. Okay, so... Long ago... In a realm far away. There we go. There, long ago in a realm far away. There lived an unhappy man. who lived off the suffering of others. He wanted to marry Princess Luna. of the Kastan galaxy. But Luna, but Princess Luna was in love with a space pirate. So, Prince Navanji locked Princess Luna up in a magical chamber.
You shall never see your precious space pirate again. That's what I want to make him say. He says it to, to her. He says, You shall never see your precious space pirate again. Navonji said. Navonji said with a cackle. There we go, that's really all I got for that one. Okay. Well, I'm going to end the stream here, guys. Thanks for listening.